This episode is brought to you by Learnly. For more information, go to Learnly.me. Enjoy the show. Welcome, y'all, to Cross Politics. He looked at the right camera. It's good to be with you. Make sure you share the show now. Waterboy, Chalk Knox, Pastor Toby Sumter. Hey, hey. We're a bunch of rowdy Presbyterians mixing the taboo formula of faith culture and politics mm. bringing the clarity of the gospel into muddle america speaking of muddle mm. there could be no greater contrast to the beautiful image of a mother holding her infant child than the chilling displays our nation saw in recent days mm. priest trump lawmakers in new york cheered with delight upon the passage of legislation that would allow a baby to be ripped from the mother's womb moments from birth. Mm. These are living, feeling, beautiful babies who will never get the chance to share their love and their dreams with the world. And then we had the case of the governor of Virginia where he stated he would execute a baby after birth. Execute. To defend the dignity of every person I am asking Congress to pass legislation to prohibit the late-term abortion of children who can feel pain in the mother's womb. Mm. Good, I'm just sitting there. There There they go. Where's their hoods at? Democrats just (laughs) sitting there. Where's their white pointy hoods at? They're not even nothing. Deadpan. Let us work together to build a culture that cherishes innocent life. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're coming across the border. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, they all stand up again. I like his head nod back to Pence. I got you, homie. I got you, homie. (laughs) We on this one. And let us reaffirm a fundamental truth. All children, born and unborn, are made in the holy image of God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give him some organ on that one. (laughs) With us on the line today, we're really grateful to have Idaho uh, State Representative from District 1A, um, Heather Scott, Heather Scott and her husband, Andrew, originally from Ohio, mm. and they've been here for the past 18 years in North Idaho, even further north than us, you guys, I didn't even, yeah. so, like at the top of the smoke stack. Wow. Um, before politics, Heather was involved in uh, small business. She's a professional aquatic biologist, um, and uh, she has a bachelor of science degree in biology. She's been uh, serving now in Boise for how many years, Heather? I am going on my fifth year. Fifth year now. And uh, she, Third term. she already has a, a reputation down in Boise, she says. Okay. And uh, and particularly her interest has been in uh, 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 Idaho state sovereignty, watching out for mm. uh, federal government's uh, increasing overreach, and right now is working hard on a new bill in the Idaho legislature um, um, prohibiting abortion in Idaho. Heather, thanks for being on Cross Politic. Thank you for having me on. You're down in Boise right now, I take it? We are in session for yeah. three months, yes. So you introduced a bill called the Idaho Abortion Human Rights Act, and you introduced it on Facebook 
um, with a video called Guns and Babies. <laughs> um, can you help our listeners and an audience? Under, why, why Guns and Babies? Well, you know, I used that because back in 2014, um, the Idaho legislature passed a bill that said we would stand up to the feds when it comes to gun confiscation. And so I thought, well, gosh, if we can stand up for guns, why can't we stand up for babies? Wow. To, to um, killing babies. So that's, I actually, in the bill, it uses that same language that we passed back in uh, 2014. Wow. That same language is incorporated in this bill. So that's kind of why I titled it Guns and Babies. That, that's great. What, um, what's been the response uh, since you kind of released that, tying it to Guns and Babies? Well, it's, it's been unbelievable, um, especially the timing. I mean, God's timing is perfect. And as these atrocious um, events uh, unfold across the nation with these uh, partial birth abortions, it, it brings attention. And so it brought a lot of attention for people out there seeking what's going on. Um, and and they, they kind of got directed to me because it was like we released our bill on – um, the a couple of months, uh, let's see, I don't know the date in front of me, but it's been a couple weeks ago, um, January 22nd, on the um, anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Way to go. So, so explain what your bill actually says, Heather. What 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 is your bill actually doing? So uh, right now in the Idaho Code, uh, we define that a child conceived but not yet born is to be deemed a person. And we even go as far to say that the unlawful killing of a human being, um, but not limited to a human embryo or fetus, um, is murder. But what we do in Idaho is we give an exemption to that murder um, for doctors, uh, I'm sorry, for, for women, pregnant women, and for a person assisting the pregnant women in an abortion. Huh. So what this bill would do is it resi- it removes that exemption for murder, um, which would basically outlaw abortion in our state. Hmm. So, I, um, so help me, Heather, real quick. I just want to take a step back. I, I'm the slow one here, so forgive me. <laughs> when you say that we stood up for guns but not for babies, what way did you mean that we stood up for guns here in Idaho? So... That, so the uh, sovereignty, it was almost a state sovereignty bill that said if the feds come for our guns, we're kind of in charge. Idaho's in charge of Idahoans, and we define what happens in our state. It's not the role of the federal government to tell us what, you know, what to do with our guns or when they can take them or what, what kind we can have. So that's kind of what I'm talking about is state sovereignty is, is put, standing up to this this madness across the country that we can kill babies at different stages. Um, man, you know, when man defines, it's okay to kill the baby. Um, so God defines it as conception, and, and we allow the Supreme Court to say 22 weeks. We allow others to say it's when we see a heartbeat or when the you know, body parts are formed. God says it's at conception. And so... Um, that's what I mean. I mean, standing up to that. So, so we actually have laws here in the state of Idaho that actually go against the federal law. If, if it ever decides to change, it says, hey, you know what? 
these these particular magazines are illegal. These particular guns are illegal. The state of Idaho says not here, and the federal government has no power to change that. Yes. But we don't have yep. anything at this point, even though we have it on the books with the issue of life, we don't have <laughs> something that stands against Roe v. Wade, for, for instance. Right. And, and what the, So what it says, it directs Idaho officials to ignore or defy federal laws that are contrary mm. to the Idaho's Constitution regarding firearms. <laughs> wow. So, wow. So, that's that's what we say about guns, um, and so why can't we just do the same with babies? What? That's why I named it guns and babies. Yeah. Why? So why why do we get it with guns, and why why don't we get it with babies? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh man! <laughs> it's it's crazy. Now, now Heather, we had Dan Foreman on when he was pushing something similar. And when we found out um, Dan Foreman's bill didn't get anywhere because of Jeff Sidaway and his committee. Uh, Just name when, them names. Say oh, it. yeah. We've had Jeff Sidaway on the show. We had yeah. Jeff on the show. Um, that it didn't get in the committee basically because the, the committee didn't want to pick it up. Or Jeff, the chair, wouldn't even bring it to the committee. Right. Um, how, you know, what, what resistance are you going to see through, this, through get, trying to push this bill? Um, what political shenanigans in the back room are, are happening right now? That kind of stuff. So um, that's where we're at right now, mm. and I have been trying to be very gracious, um, and I, I literally just um, contacted my prayer team and said, please pray for this chairman that his eyes will be open to hear this bill, that his heart will be open to hear this bill. And so I'm going to give God some time to mm. hopefully open that door, huh. but um, that is what I'm running into. I was told yesterday that we're not going to hear the bill this year. Huh. And, and it's really, um, Who, it's really disheartening. Um, it's my state affairs committee, and I, I, haven't, I haven't released his name because I, I just I want God to work on him because, you know, God we think in memes. our flesh we can call memes. someone <laughs> enough times and pound him, and yeah. he's a really good guy. He's, he's, he's really, uh, on, he likes the bill. He agrees with the bill and probably will vote for the bill. Mm. Uh, he's just not ready to hear the bill because of the circus he thinks it may bring. Mm. Oh, um, this, there's, this bill is going to bring a circus at no matter what stage or yeah. timing. Yeah. I know. But, I this, know. You know, that, but that's the kind of guy, though, that would say the same thing in the time of slavery, too. Oh. That's, that's the same yeah. kind of person. And, and I, <laughs> I'm not so comfortable saying just how great people are yeah. who are willing to and this is worse this is worse because we're talking about 13 1400 kids children that are going to die yeah. and so you can be a nice guy and be a coward yeah so I, 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 I again I appreciate your attitude towards this and I understand it but I just disagree that at this time we need bold and strong men mm-hmm. and, and just so you know I just wrote down I said a representative with a prayer team is the most dangerous thing we can have right now <laughs> and so I, right. I you know, you, you, that's, that's, I'll share I I started with four people on my prayer team, and I'm up to 176 people mm. on my prayer team, huh. and mm. and they are prayer warriors. And huh. I try not to send them too many prayer requests, but <laughs> this morning I had no choice, and I, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to go public and share like, okay, this is the man that is stopping this in our state. Mm. Um, right. I, I know there'll be other hurdles. There's always the attorney general. Right. Um, challenges and stuff like that but we need to start having the conversation why we're allowing idaho to kill babies right heather um in one of the articles that um was was uh, reporting on this new bill um it, it it was particularly 
highlighting the fact uh, this this idea of state sovereignty and the principle of nullification and and the article um, uh, pointed to a bill I think that was voted down last year sponsored by Representative Paul Shepard from Riggins um, that was what kind of a it looked like a kind of an omnibus bill about federal overreach and state sovereignty it was voted down uh, twenty nine to forty but are you familiar with that bill and my curious my 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 question is. Have you tried networking with him or other people who believe strongly in state sovereignty to see if if they might give you a different angle or a wedge uh, or a play to run? So I think the uh, that bill did die in the House. Um, I do remember the bill. I don't remember the exact language. Um, the problem is that the language is is proper on this bill. There's there's not a problem with the language. It's it's been vetted. Um, it's actually being run in uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and Indiana right now. Okay. So um, another angle, I, I guess the bottom line is you have to convince a chairman to allow your bill to be put on the agenda. Mm-hmm. The, the so problem. I, I mean, I don't know that changing an approach or mm. I, I don't know that any of that is going to change that chairman's mind mm. because he doesn't want to hear an abortion bill right now. Gotcha. Who's the so, chair? She, she, she doesn't want to say. Oh, she, she's trying it's to on Google. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, okay, I will say because I'm sure by the end of the week, yeah, it'll be. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's you know, so it is a Representative um, Steve Harris. Yep. And I got his he's email a very address. conservative voter. Yeah. And. Yeah. Um, He's he's a very nice guy. He's not yeah. the kind of guy you're going to beat over the head. And sure. he he's thoughtful. He thinks he. I think it comes to courage. I mean, maybe we pray for courage for him to Amen. say yes. Yeah, we man. will go yep. here yep. because yep. this yep. is an injustice we're we're doing in our. Gabe, state. We should invite him on the show. Yep. I'd like to be able to talk. If we to can. Him. Yeah. Um, uh, Heather, in a recent interview, um, you also answered the question uh, and I, that I think will be helpful for some of our audience to hear you explain why. Why isn't it a helpful place? So a lot of a lot of pro life organizations um, focus on incremental uh, incrementalism. Um, you know, let's mm-hmm. get it down to twenty weeks. Let's get it down to sixteen weeks. Right. Let's limit abortions in certain ways. Pain. Trump was arguing. Yeah, for it, yeah, Trump. We just heard Trump. You know, arguing for you know a, a pain uh, you know threshold threshold. <laughs> um, why why do you believe that that's not the right play in Idaho? Because I think I touched on this earlier, but it it's man-defining when a baby is life. Mm. So, you know, what we fail to say is abortion is murder. It, it is murder. You're, you're killing a baby. And, and when we look at um, New York saying they're going to do it at nine months, <laughs> it's, it's a baby. When it, why are we allowing man to define when life is life? Mm-hmm. God says life is at conception. Um, Romans 1, he, he, man worships themselves. Yeah, so um, all these incrementals are, are basically going down the path that man can define that. Culture can tell you mm-hmm. when a baby is a baby. Um, and culture, as we know, it's not getting any more moral in our society. <laughs> you know, as you see, we're <laughs> headed down a really bad yeah. road, and culture does that over time. Um, so we need to – it's almost like we were one degree off. From the start, and, and even if you're one degree off, you're never going to hit your target. What? And so, um, that's right. You, you we, mentioned we have to define life how God defines life. Yeah. 
and, and then we can move forward from there. So any of these bills, and you have to remember, these lobby groups, they make their money by these incremental steps, but have you seen any progress for life um, since Roe versus Wade or, or getting rid of Roe versus Wade? No. You see, they like, oh, we saved five more babies because we moved the line a little to the left. Um, until you define the line where it needs to be, you're, you're always you're, – you're on the wrong side. I think, it's, I think it's helpful, and obviously we, we should always start with what the Bible says and what God says. I think that's a, that's a really good I – mean, that's, that's absolutely that's necessary. That's it, yeah. Um, right. An additional line that um, I thought you, was really helpful that you pointed out, um, I think in one of uh, – a recent interview that I heard with you – um, was that the Roe versus Wade decision in a in a footnote um, actually um, called Texas, which is who was uh, was was trying to prohibit abortions, called Texas on the carpet. Wait, Texas? Texas? Promised Land? You know anybody yeah. from Texas? They finish the sentence. I don't know what's going to happen yet. But, <laughs> but they they called Texas on the carpet for being inconsistent. So Texas was trying to argue that unborn babies were human beings, persons. Um, for purposes of the 14th Amendment yep. and Roe versus Wade in, in um, footnote 54, actually, the decision says, but you don't treat them like human beings in your penal code, in your penal code wow. or um, you allow for exceptions Texas. for the health of the mother or the life of the mother. And, 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 and Roe versus Wade says um, you're not actually treating these people like people wow. consistently. So why can we why would we do it now? Yep. Um, you, you got I, I apologize it. for Texas. I apologize. We gave the moral <laughs> argument for Roe v. Wade. Texas's fault. <laughs> well, in that being say, said, Idaho law is set up perfectly because we say an embryo um, or fetus is a baby. Right. That's, and that's and we in. actually have men in prison on double homicides <laughs> for killing a woman, a pregnant woman. Yeah. For mm. one, one for herself and one for the baby wow. that was not born. Right. So we already have we've already prosecuted this yeah. in yeah. Idaho, yeah. but we're being completely inconsistent. Yeah. Well, and- it's because we're giving an exemption for murder um, to, and uh, the actual language it says, um, oh, I, I don't have it in front of me. So, um, but the exemption is for the woman or or the pregnant m- woman, and then anyone assisting her in that abortion. Right. Mm. Wow. Uh, we just got to stop calling abortion abortion and calling it what it is, murder. Yeah. I think so, I think kind of what we saw in Texas and even what we see in Idaho where we're trying double homicide and our our penal code is it, it, for, it this can't remain this way for long. One one is going to give way. Well, that's this, what I saw in New York and the the recent New York legislation actually changed it. So now we we noted this on the show that right. Um, if if a pregnant woman is is murdered, right. it will n- no longer be yeah. uh, prosecuted double as double homicide yeah. yep. in the state of Idaho because yep. they're in the actually state of New York. they're uh, in the state of New York because they're going to be consistent, right? Yep. But this is right. but we got to drive this home into our personal lives. You can't hold on to your sin and and Jesus at the same time. Yep. One is going to give way over time, but it starts with our personal walk with the Lord and our sin and what we're, how we're dealing with our own sins. Right? You got to have men who are taking responsibility mm-hmm. um for um their actions. Yeah. Uh men in particular, I mean, there are men who are treating women in such a way right. that they're bringing 
human lives into the world, making them disposable, and make and and they want them to be disposable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, are absolutely right. I think there's there's there are root sins here that God has to change men's hearts. Yeah, yeah uh, To 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 want to to, to love Him, um, to walk with Him, and to take responsibility for themselves. And take responsibility for the children they're bringing into the world. Because, because our laws reflect our hearts. Our hearts. Um, well, and don't forget the women here, too. Sure. I mean, if you dress like a prostitute um, and you, you, you know, it, it, there's some modesty, too. That I mean, it's, it's not just the men's fault. So... <laughs> It's a two-way street. We all made an image of God, and we all responsible before God. That was right. Representative yeah. Heather Scott, District 1 in Idaho. Uh, she ain't playing. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Um, representative he- Rep. Heather Scott.com is the website that we can read more about this bill at, right? Yes, and I'm working on a Facebook page that will be um, Abortion Human Rights Act Idaho. And so hopefully I'll have that up either later today or first thing by tomorrow. Um, so people can go to that and, and find out the progress on it, um, where we're at. There's a great video out there um, called Free the States. Mm. And I've posted that on my – it should be on my website. Okay. And, and it really kind of compares this to, to what happened during the times of slavery and how yeah. we got out of – times of slavery and i think that's where we are we need to get out of this mode that it's okay to kill babies representative scott before we before we let you go real quick i saw with proposition two um it was blanketed everywhere in idaho at least in our small town and the places i was i was at i saw everywhere i went i saw proposition two last november last last november vote proposition two and i saw one little tiny small sign that said no on proposition two and I'm trying. I want to ask you, knowing that they and it passed because I don't think anybody really knew what Proposition Two was. They just saw the publicity for it and was like, "Yes, yes on two. Yay, healthcare. Yeah, and and, and I think that they won because of the fact of the publicity. And so I want to ask you, how can people who kind of yeah. right now are, are are watching this take place and kind of feel helpless because they can't be where you're at, even though you represent them? How can we help you right now? How can we play that move where we can say, "Okay, here's a publicity. This is what we need to do. We need to make sure that our politicians yes on uh, babies yeah yes on baby yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. how can we help you what can we do so i think that the the first thing is we, we have a mindset in this country that it's okay to kill a baby at certain stages you have to have those conversations with your friends and neighbors mm. where they get it they have to understand that even you know it's still a baby even though it's 22 weeks or it's you know, 10 days or whatever, they have to get to the point where they see human life starts at conception. And if they really believe human life starts at conception, then they basically, you're mm-hmm. basically going to put them in a box because if they believe you can murder that at certain points, it's inconsistent. They believe, mm-hmm. if, if you believe in the Ten Commandments, let's just stick with the Ten Commandments, yeah. then you're saying it's okay to kill that human life that you believe begins at conception at various stages for various reasons. Um, and so I think educating is huge. Um, we, we need to rise up. We, we really do. I, I, don't, I don't know what it takes. I mean, if they were coming for our guns, we would be up. We would, we would be protesting. We would be raising awareness. We would be sharing stuff on Facebook. We'd be talking to our neighbors. Mm. This is a crisis. 
um, killing about 30 babies a week in Idaho. This is a crisis. Mm. Um, think of think of what happened with Sandy Hook. When Sandy Hook, I think it, uh, I don't know how many, it was 30 in a day. Yeah. But we're doing 30 a week continuously. <laughs> mm. And um, wow. so, so education is huge. I think the biggest thing I encourage people to do is learn who re- learn the system, learn who represents you, uh, build a relationship with that person. Yep. If you build a relationship with your elected official, they're going to listen to you rather than demanding they do something. I get a lot of those. I demand you vote this way. I don't even know these people, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's the people that build the relationships, which is what Christ calls us to do, is build relationships yeah. and um, talk about it. Because we, heart, ultimately, we need heart changes in people. Um, once the heart change takes place, everything else falls into line. Amen. You also have the, I mean, we, we said earlier, probably maybe the central thing we need to pray for is courage. We need to pray for courage yeah. for these representatives. And, and certainly, I mean, when you are building relationships with your rep- representatives, one of the things you do is you encourage them. You, right. say, yeah. you say, we're behind you. We're praying for you. We're cheering you on. And and it gives these men and women uh, the the strength yeah. to say, I'm going to stand up for what's right. I'm like holding what's up their right arms. Yeah. Because I've got I've got a crowd behind me Amen. cheering me on. Amen. So right. find you a pagan. Hey, Go ahead. Go ahead, Heather. I was just going to say, if you can encourage them, not in their own strength, but in Christ's strength. Mm-hmm. So many Christian men in the legislature and in politics in general think it's something they're going to do that is actually going to to make something happen. And it's nothing they do. It's huh. all what he does through us. Thank you, Heather. And I think you fall out of, once you get into a position like this and people start kind of building your ego and stroking your ego, you start to think you're in charge and you're making things happen. And it's nothing we do. It's hmm. all what he can do through us. And so if you can encourage um the people you know that are in elected offices that are Christian to be in the word and to rely on God, not, not on their own flesh. Mm. That's good. I'm going to sum that up and just say, if you know a pagan, find you one, get to know them, disciple them, teach them all that Jesus commanded. <laughs> and then if, yes. you're, and if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. <laughs> Get you a shirt. Get you a shirt. And until Sunday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is Cross Politics. Where do you get one of these shirts at, Gabe? CrossPolitics.com. CrossPolitics.com. Yeah. Heather, you can't see this, but we're wearing an I Love New York shirt on the show, but our the heart is actually a a, 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 ba- a baby bleeding. 